Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Hello, it's Lindsay. How are you today? Welcome to this episode. I'm so delighted that you're here with me. I'm so excited because we're nearly running into Christmas, which if you know me at all, I am, I think I'm part elf, actually, as I just said in my recent email, because I get so ridiculously excited about Christmas. I do love it. Anyway, that's not what this episode's about, although I really should do a Christmas episode because it's so exciting. But what today's episode is about. It is full on encouragement. And the reason it's a full on encouragement episode is because I know so many people who are really trying to do new things and make a brave leap, but they're kind of stalling. They're a bit too scared. And sometimes they need a reminder, as we all do, because I've had plenty of reminders. And in fact, that's what inspired this episode, because I was listening to one of my um, many coaches, mentors, and in fact, it was the lady who uh, really gave me a boost in podcasting, a lady called Kathy Heller. And she is so hugely encouraging. It's, yeah, you, you kind of, you can't fail, but feel absolutely brilliant after you've listened to one of her episodes. And it kind of encouraged me, funnily enough, to encourage you. And also my recent business coach had said, you know, you are just an incredible motivator and encourager. That's almost like, you know, one of your superpowers. So yes, you can do all the energy stuff, but at the end of the day, you bring so much energy to the people that you work with. So she said, why are you kind of dumbing that down? Why do you play it small? And I just went, "Uh, well, you know, don't overwhelm people. And I was always really conscious when I was in the corporate world that I'd start my day off and it would be like morning and I'd be really upbeat and really happy. And invariably, 95% of the people will go, oh, calm it down, will you? And, you know, fair enough, I get it. But that's just where I'm coming from. I have a huge amount of energy and I see so much to be excited about that I, I guess I just want everybody to feel that too. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm running around in Pollyanna status, which is an expression I absolutely hate. And people go, ooh, they're so Pollyanna. It's like, well, what's wrong with being positive? Don't get that. But as you well know, if you know any of my work and um, also the people I interview, I'm not afraid to go into the dark areas, uh, dark topics, and help people deal with real trauma. I mean, that's one of the things that I do do. But it's not a question that we stay there and dwell on it. That's not what it's about. I really believe that everybody has the ability and has the opportunity to live with so much more light and so much more optimism and positivity. So I just wanted to kind of bring a few thoughts, ideas maybe to you today. So you can just try them on. So if you are struggling with something, either to make something happen or to let something go, hopefully some of these ideas will be... um, of some assistance to you. Okay, so one of the things you hear a lot about is imposter syndrome. Now, imposter syndrome is a funny one because all of a sudden it's taken on like its its whole own identity of, you know, imposter syndrome. What the heck is that anyway? Basically means you're too scared to do something because you don't believe that you're qualified and everybody else that you're listening to, seeing, following or whatever seems to be better at it than you are. So 
an interesting take on that one. I do understand there is the opportunity for massive imposter syndrome, but why would anybody be able to do you better than you do you? Nobody can do you better than you do you. So when you're really speaking up for yourself, a bit like me and this this whole optimism and encouragement thing, nobody's going to do it quite the way I do it. And for example, even with Kathy Heller, the way she does it is very different than the way I would do it. You know, she brings her experience, I bring mine. And when I see the influencers and stuff on Instagram, and you know, obviously you may have noticed that I've upped my Instagram activity a little bit. And the same thing, I mean, that can be hugely overwhelming. You've got to be really careful with how much time you spend in that. And what I've done and what I've really crafted is I've surrounded um, surrounded myself, I guess, in the virtual world. I've put all of my feed. All of my feed is stuff that there are people that I aspire to get their results. I um, am motivated by them. They help educate me. They help encourage me. So I don't see them as any sort of threat. I see them as a huge, let's say, circle, as I'm a bit of a fan of women's circles, as you may well know, as a huge circle of showing me what's possible and also teaching me and sharing with me some ideas of how it can happen. And I remember Kathy Heller saying many, many years ago, and if any of my podcast friends are listening to this, you'll remember it too. She said, women with money will change the world. Successful women in business will change the world. And that's actually what I aspire to be within all of my healing and with all of my encouragement. I aspire to be so successful that I then have the means and the resources to be able to influence things, other people, to help other women start businesses, to help other men start businesses, but to actually make a difference by what I've achieved in the world. So I would encourage you, rather than seeing people as, well, they're better than me, or how can I ever measure up to what they do, see them as a massive source of encouragement and something that you're going to aim to be. And remember that the first time you do something, you're bound to be crap at it because we all are. And that's actually life. But unless you do something for the first time, you'll never be able to do it um, to get good enough. So the next thing is just actually remembering what a miracle you are. Everything that's got you to this stage right now has created who you are. All the uniqueness, all the difficulties, all the high points, all of the connections you've made, all the experiences you've had, they make you who you are today. And that makes you different than anybody else. And I know we can all say, oh, you know, well, I I don't fit in or whatever. And you might not fit in. And that's because you've experienced stuff that other people haven't. And maybe they can't even imagine, actually, what you've been through. But the thing is, you're here today. You've made it through. You're safe. You've grown from it. And I just encourage you to really... I really encourage you to stand on the shoulders of that. I remember somebody saying that it was a business story and they were um, they talked about their their past and their history. And, you know, it was a pretty hardcore. It was pretty difficult. But they said, I'm now standing on the shoulders of that experience. I'm not letting it define me. So what it did is they said, I let it elevate me. So, again, that's another thing. If you've had hardships, you've had difficult challenges stand on its shoulders and let it raise you up to be more of who you are 
at the end of the day, you can help people. The strength you develop, the experience you've developed, just let that shine. Shine it through in your communication, in your relationships, in your career. It makes you you. And that's what's so special about the people that love you. They love you because you're you. So please be more of you. I really, really encourage that. And if you're too much for people, well, you know what? That's their choice. Now, the other thing I hear people say, especially with things like business and social media going, oh, well, no, but what if I put that on social media? Everybody's going to see it. Let me tell you, if everybody sees it, life on social media would be a darn sight easier. So let me just put a little bit of a truth bomb in there. If you're thinking about launching something or you, you know, you want to post stuff on social media, I promise you, you would be so damn lucky if everybody did see it because most people don't. And most people just disappear into the algorithm. And, you know, you've got to work pretty hard to be visible. I, I assure you, coming from voice experience, you've got to work pretty hard to be visible. So if you're going to make a video or record something and you're really worried that, you know, oh my goodness, it's all going to blow up and go viral. Well, quite frankly, please let me know how you do it, because that would make my life so much easier. So I encourage you that if you've got any inkling to start posting stuff, to make a video, to do a presentation for business, something like that, just get out there and do it. You've got to do it once, because otherwise you'll never know whether it's any good or it's not. And you know what? As I said before, it might be absolutely shocking. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> that's all of the joy of learning a new experience. Okay, so the next one is the idea of, well, I don't know what's going to happen. What would happen if I did do that? Nobody knows the future. So actually, so if you think you know what the outcome is going to be, I've got to be honest with you, you've got no idea what the outcome is going to be because you just you just don't know. And so when people say, oh, but it's a really unknown future, it could be it could be this, it could be that. Well, it could be. But I know the alternative and the other alternative was not getting me where I wanted to be. So why would I not choose this alternative? Because I didn't know what the outcome was going to be of the other one. And there's you've always got an alternative. And sometimes one feels a little shakier than the other, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. I mean, the same thing in a relationship. There might be somebody that you think is a safer alternative than another. Well, in that sense, I've got to say, what did your heart tell you? And same thing with business or a career move or taking a new course or something. What does your heart tell you? Because invariably, and especially in the energy that we're in right now, that's the path you need to follow. Totally follow the path of your heart because the path of your head, it will only last for a really short time before before your heart overrules and goes, you know what, sod this, really not loving this. You will find some way to sabotage it because that's what we do. <laughs> so the other thing, which was really good business advice I got actually from somebody and they said to me, before you make a big jump, Make sure you know, whilst you're in this like this headspace of sitting here safely and comfortably, make sure you know what your parameters are for when it's enough. So, for example, if you're going to leave your job and go full time self-employed, what do you need to know that you're going to be safe? 
same thing if you are I mean let's say personal experience if you're leaving a relationship what bits do you need to have in place so that you know you're safe because those are the things that you can do so when you do follow your heart you're not just you know going irresponsible crazy you know throwing caution to the wind but you've got some safety system but you're also you're managing your mindset because what happens is when you get really close to the edge and it's time to make that jump You've got to be really, really careful that you don't talk yourself out of it. Because when you're up at the edge of anything, it's scarier than when you're standing, you know, six feet back. I don't know if you've ever done zip lining or whatever. It's all well and good watching your buddies do it and watch your family do it. You know, certainly if you let your kids go first. Oh, yeah, my kids can jump off the cliff. But when it comes to me, oh, that looks really scary. Don't know if you've ever done that, but I seem to remember a time when we were on holiday and I was quite happy for the kids to go off zip lining. And then it came to me standing at the edge and I'm just, <laughs> and then the fear really set in. So think about that as an example, just when you're about to make a big jump. Other people can do it and you can encourage them. But when it comes right up to, you know, your toes standing over the edge of the cliff, that's when it gets really scary. And it's the same with leaving a relationship, moving house, moving country. Um, starting a new career, doing a new course, taking on a new client, whatever it might be. Just remember that whole image of you standing with your toes curled over the end of of the uh, cliff edge and going, oh my goodness, what have I got myself into? You need to make sure that you've got some safety net that you've already set up in, that you set up in a moment of reason. So that would be my other encouragement to you. One thing I wanted to share with you, actually, was a course that I used to run, and it was called More Awesome Than Ordinary, and I don't know if any of you actually experienced it. It was a few years ago. However, I always look back over the courses I've created and said, you know, and think, okay, well, what can I take from it? What was it that the clients found really useful, found really valuable? Because, of course, does that still have a place? As I've made my progressions, Am I still coaching in the same way? Can I still use, you know, the, some of the t- techniques or just update some of those techniques? Or actually, you know, does it need completely reinventing? Because there's a lot that I've completely reinvented. However, this was a course that really enabled people to make some brave leaps. And it was kind of before a lot of my spiritual work kicked in. So I've always sort of put it slightly on the sidelines. But when I looked through today for this podcast, I was like, actually, do you know what? That's really got a place. So I'm going to share the steps with you. And then if you're actually interested in it, just drop me a message or whatever, and I can send you over the details. Um, Or even actually, I don't know if it's something that I should relaunch. You'll have to let me know what we think of it. So there are five steps. And the first step is to uh, expand. So that first step is all about expanding your thinking about what you really want. So really let your imagination run wild. So this is the whole thing about, you know, when you're six foot back from the cliff ridge, you can really think, oh, you know, well, I'm going to sort of put my arms out like this and fly like this and leap that high. And you can get really creative because there's nothing holding you back, which is a fantastic place to be because there is absolutely nothing at stake right now. So that's the first step, expand. And then you move to step number two, which is explore. You may notice they all begin with an E. I thought I was very clever at course creation there. Explore. So the purpose of explore is to explore your opportunities. So what's available to you? And again, you're not at the edge of the cliff right now. So you're good. So really explore what's available to you. What does it look like? What could it look like? What are the upsides? What are the downsides? I mean, this is a bit like us when we moved to Canada. We 
had a couple of trips over there beforehand to go and see, you know, what do the house look, what do the houses look like? What can we get from money? What do the schools look like? What do the towns look like? Which town would be good for us? In fact, which side of the country would be good for us? So give yourself that room to explore. And that might actually be quite a quick exercise depending on, yeah, depending on what what decision it is that you've got to make. But it's definitely worth it because you want to explore as many opportunities as you can without having to know it all, because you won't know it all. That's not possible. But certainly explore some opportunities. If nothing else, it reassures you and you feel like you're more prepared. And if you feel like you're more prepared, chances are you're more likely to do it. Number three is to energise. And the purpose of that is to make sure that you are in a decent state in order to make the leap that you want to make. So, for example, are you eating properly? Have you had enough rest? How is your fitness level? I mean, if you've got a massive project on your plate, you've got to know that you're in a reasonable situation in your health in order to take that on. Otherwise, you're just you're setting yourself up for failure. And why would you do that? So, for example, when I was making the move from Canada, I actually started walking every day. More than anything, it's just because I needed my head to be in the right space and I needed to know that I was taking exercise, I was breathing fully and that I could keep my nervous system calm. So I still walk every day now. um, And through more challenging times, uh, that was absolutely the reason. Now I can step up my exercise again, which is great because anyone who's known me for a while, you know, I absolutely love exercise and thrive doing it. Um, But I've had to let it go for a little bit because I just didn't have um, enough, I guess, enough gas in the tank. And then with menopause and blah, 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 enough gas in the tank to create the sort of the fitness levels that I wanted to. So I had to just take it steady and taking it steady was all I could do. But it was enough to make me feel strong, make me feel healthy and support me through the changes I was making. Number four is the ecosystem. Now, this is a cool one and it's one that I think often gets overlooked when people are moving or um, goal setting or whatever. The ecosystem is who have you got around you? And this, if you've got nobody else around you who supports you and believes in you, then please use me for this resource and use the Magical Midlife Facebook group. Um, Because not everybody who knows and loves you will support your goals and your big leaps of faith because they want to keep you safe. Um, I guess we can use the example of the the zip lining on holiday again, although I was quite keen for for my kids to go and experience it because I thought it was cool and I knew they were in safety harnesses and that was okay. But on a more logical level, um, people who love you, they they also have their own fears about what happens if you fail, what happens if you look silly, what happens if you're disappointed. So they actually very often will try and hold you back and stop you doing something that may seem a little outlandish or a little wild. So really check in with who is around you and who you have as a support group. And sometimes your support group actually aren't those really close to you. They kind of a little bit more distant because then they don't know all of your history. And that's pretty encouraging. I mean, to be fair, when I moved here, I started and again, started walking in the morning. And there was some people that I met who I walk, who I see every morning. And they've been really encouraging to me, because the only thing they've seen is me starting over. And so they've been really supportive and really encouraging. And 
I've, you know, I, I can't even tell you how grateful that I've been for that support because it's been fantastic. And it's not necessarily topics that I can confide in people who are really close to me because it's, yeah, they would try and protect me, <laughs> almost try and protect me from myself. So sometimes you need to go outside of your immediate family and friends or relationship and maybe, you know, work with people who are, are used to doing what you're doing, are um, experts in what you're doing or what you want to do, and maybe learn from them and use them as your support system, as your encu- and encouragement. I mean, that's why people have a coach. So I would really, really encourage um, that. I have depended on it thoroughly, I have to say, whilst making changes, because the people really close to me, although a couple I've really confided in, they've been really helpful. And now that I'm in a different space, also I've got to be honest, other people really close to me have been absolutely fantastic. But they weren't the people that I went to originally when I knew what was going on, because they're trying to protect me. And they do that because they love me and I appreciate that that was their intention. However, you do need to go outside very often for the support and, as I called it, the ecosystem of encouragement. Now then, the last one is the last step is to evolve. And evolve basically means you've got to you've got to make the jump. You've got to make the leap. But the thing is, if you've done all those preparation steps, you've done you've done your um, expand, you explore, you're energized, you've found out who's around you to support you. Quite frankly, what else do you need in place? Because you can't know all the alternatives and you never will. But that's okay because that's kind of what the excitement of making a change is all about. So in today's episode, it's another fairly short one, but I just want to go all out to say if there is something that's burning away in your soul, in your heart, for goodness sakes, explore it more. What's going to happen if you never explore it and you sit in safety, always wondering, well, what would have happened if? It's that whole thing of, you know, don't die with your song still inside you or whatever the expression is. I I cannot encourage you more than to say, just explore taking the leap, explore what may be out there for you. I mean, again, if you've if you've been with me for a while, you know that, you know, my last year and a bit, huge changes and all the rest of it. And as I look back now on 2023, I cannot believe how many things opened up, how many things changed, how many new people I've met, the support I've been given, the opportunities that have arisen, you know, without, well, I mean, yeah, I am gushing about it because I'm really proud of myself for making the jump. But more than anything, I I am in awe, actually, of what's happened this year. And it's not because of stuff that I've controlled. It's just because I've actually followed my own steps. I really have. I've just followed those five steps and it worked out just fine. And as I always say, you know, is the result fully complete? Well, no, but when is the result fully complete? No, this is life. We evolve. So I really, really encourage you wholeheartedly. So, yeah, if there's something that is burning on your heart that you know you really want to dive into and you want to achieve, 
I'm offering free energy readings at the moment. Energy readings will give you a new perspective, will help you clear out some blockages, some inhibitions, some preconceived ideas of what it might be and what it might not be. It's just a free reading. It's only free up until 15th of December. I think that's the last day I've got calendar availability because then I am hanging up my work clothes and um, work clothes involve leggings and sweatshirt, by the way, and getting in full Christmas mode. Okay, so um, I will put the link to book a free energy. It's a half an hour free energy reading. We can do it on Zoom. I will put the link below this um, podcast. And I really hope that you take me up on it. If there is something that I can help you with now, just jump in and let's explore what it looks like for you. Okay, and let 2024 be an entirely different option. And I cannot encourage you enough about making a change because I believe in you. I know you can do it. I will always walk by your side if you need the help. Anyway, thank you for being um, here on the episode today. Please come back to this encouragement whenever you need it. If you've got any questions, just message me. Come over to Instagram um, or you can WhatsApp me. Come into the Facebook group and ask questions. Do whatever it takes for you to get the help you need for you to make the jump. See you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation, please come and leave a review. If you go to the Apple Podcasts app and scroll down to the bottom of the podcast page, and then you'll find the ratings and review section. Please invite your friends to come and listen by sharing the link. And you can join the conversation and let me know who you'd like to hear interviewed and what topics you'd like discussed over at Facebook on the Magical Midlife group. You can also find me on Instagram at Lindsay DeSwart, where the conversation will also continue. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. And once again, keep living your magical midlife.